from the Ingle Studio, this is Cherokee Football Friday. Get the inside scoop on all the games. It is week two of Cherokee Football Friday. I'm Brian Giffen with the BG Ad Group, and we're joined as always by sports editor of the Tribune Ledger News, that being Griffin Callahan. And Griffin, you know, we're a week in, everything's off and running. I want to get uh, your take kind of on the county in general first and just offer some thoughts generally on things that stood out from the first week. Then we'll go get into some more team-specific stuff and player-specific stuff a little later. It was it was a fun week. You know, it's it's interesting getting everything together uh, for the, the magazine and, and previews and everything. And then once uh, week one actually gets here and you're at the games, on the sidelines, you know, it, it feels real. It was really fun. Um, we had... A lot of good games. Etowa really stood out and put 63 points. Cherokee was a lot more competitive. Creekview's offense was was really good. So it was a, there was a lot to to watch and, and to you know have fun with here in week one. It's good to see that with Etowa for me at North Cobb. We had played them for a couple of years when they were struggling. That's a great setup up there, and those are fantastic people up there as well. And it's good to see that they're seeing the upside of the coin again and have turned it more in their favor. Etowah's offense you know, came out hot. They were great uh, with the offensive line led by Tate Nelms, who's in our super six. You know, he dominated up front along with those four other guys. And and they really paved the way for that offensive score. 63 points over, over Lasseter, who was competitive at times last season. And so uh, that was a, a really good sign for Etowah, who's looking to you know, continue to turn the corner on, under Kemper. What else stood out for you around the county? Anything that maybe happened that you didn't expect? Uh, I think Creekview's offense surprised me and surprised a lot of people. They won 41-14 over, over Cambridge in week one after really struggling uh, against them last year. You know, their offensive line, uh, again, was great with the Rosensky, Sears, Mears. They really pushed people around uh, in, in Hillgrove, who they're, they're playing this week. You know, Hillgrove struggled to move the ball. And, so, uh, and their defense played really well last week against River Ridge. And so it's going to be a big test this week. And you know, as Creekview looks to to get into that, to get their offense moving and, and continue that, what they've you know, been able to do so far this year. They had a lot going in, in last week with uh, Austin Guest, who, I mean, he only threw nine passes, completed six of them for 137 yards and, and two touchdowns. And he added over 100 yards on the ground as well. So that offense was really moving with him out there. And his weapons he found Cal Schubert for a touchdown Michael Roach for a touchdown and that defense really played well to keep Cambridge at bay too so I think that that's going to be uh, that was a good start for them it's gonna be interesting to see where they can go from here this is Cherokee Football Friday I'm Brian Giffen with the BG ad group and we're of course co-host Griffin Callahan he is the sports editor of the Cherokee Tribune Ledger let's talk about these games upcoming and then of course we'll take a break and get into your interview pieces after that yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've got uh, Etowah and Cherokee. We'll start there with uh, in this week two matchup. Uh, Cherokee lost uh, 27-14 at Cartersville last week, which they showed a lot of improvement over that shutout loss that they had in week one last year. Um, Tanner Savas here completed 21 of 28 passes for 200 yards. And Christian Irwin had 36 yards on the ground on nine carries. Uh, he found some of his receivers Savas here found his receivers Jameson and Sexton for uh, some good gains and so we look at that their their offense is, is started morphing into the the form that they want to be at and Mahoney did it all last week in just one quarter he only played the first quarter he had 111 rushing yards three touchdowns 49 passing yards 
he had 200 total yards and four touchdowns in, in one quarter and his running back Reese Ware as well 242 yards on nine carries two touchdowns in the first half that offense was clicking and so that's going to be an interesting battle that that may come down to the defenses and which one can can make a stop there uh, at the end of the game and we've got Hillgrove and, and Creekview and like we said Hillgrove's defense is what's going to carry them this year and Creekview's offense has taken very clearly a big step over what it was last year and and Hillgrove you know they fell nine six to river ridge last week and they couldn't get anything really going on offense but their defense did hold a, a good river ridge offense to just nine points and the the difference in that game was a, a punt return touchdown from andrew hand so we're, we're looking at you know creekview and, and hillgrove to be kind of a battle between offense and defense which would be the the two the best strengths of each team and river ridge like we just said they they grinded it out against hillgrove and we talked to coach Mike Collins last week. He said that it was going to be a dogfight, and that's what we could have expected. Uh, and that's what happened. And, and that punt return touchdown in the fourth quarter really was the difference. Uh, and they host Pope, who is opening their season on the road uh, with River Ridge. And that's going to be you know, an interesting game. Pope is, is looking to be a lot better than they were last year. And we look at Sequoia, who, uh, who played Lambert. It, it was kind of a situation with Cherokee and, and Cartersville where last year wasn't competitive but this year it was 28 28 toward the end of the game and sequoia just made some mistakes and they ended up losing 42 to 28 but they've got you know raven gap who they played tough last year and, and coach teeter said that with the system they run they can be in this game and they can compete with these guys and then woodstock which is the game that, that i was at and was covering uh woodstock lost pretty big to osborne at home but in in coach divine's debut but they showed some things, especially on the, on the defensive end, and they they forced three Osborne fumbles and recovered two of them. Um, and and Coach Devine said, you know, the only really way the only way they can go is, is up here, and they have another tough test uh, at Hiram, who shut up Halden County forty five nothing last week. Wow. So that it's going to be a challenge, and they're going on the road as uh, you know, the Divine era starts you know, on with a tough schedule. Right. And it's time for them to turn around and get a win, and we certainly hope they do. Hey, uh, we're going to dive into a break here. If you will, preview your interview guests upcoming. Coach Trevor Williams, uh, we talked to him this week about his matchup with, with Hillgrove, and uh, he, he said his guys executed well last week, and, and he's looking for those guys to, to do that again with a similar performance. And, and when he said that we have this many guys re- returning offensively, you know, you expect that that kind of execution. And you know, last year was was the first year with a lot of those guys, and especially with quarterback Austin Guest. And so, this year, you know, they've all been in that system. They've been starting for you know, together for a year, and so now this is kind of we're seeing the the makings of of what can be a really good offense. The other one we had is is Coach Teeter at Sequoia, uh, he, who said they played a lot better in that matchup with with Lambert than they did a year ago, but they just missed some opportunities late, and, and so they're people will he said people will tell you that there's more talent over there but but he thinks that the way his guys play and, and the system they run and the ball control that they can be competitive and, and in, with almost anybody we will hear both those pieces on the other side of this time out you are listening to cherokee football friday brian giffen griffin callahan back with you in just a moment here 
When it comes to solving complex foundation repair challenges, there's only one name you need to know, Engineered Solutions of Georgia, Atlanta's only foundation repair company with licensed engineers on staff. From foundation repair to waterproofing and drainage solutions, we've got you covered. We work with both residential and commercial clients, and we're committed to providing exceptional customer service every step of the way. And with our state-of-the-art equipment and top-quality materials, you can be confident that your project will be completed to the highest standards. So why settle for less when you can have the best? Call Engineered Solutions of Georgia today to schedule your free consultation and see how we can help you tackle any foundation repair or waterproofing challenges. Engineered Solutions of Georgia. We guarantee a staple dry foundation. Residential and commercial. Hey, we do it all. Dial 678 ESOG now. If you need legal representation, hire a firm that will fight for you. The Heller Law Firm is a trusted choice for legal representation. With extensive experience, awards, and high ratings, they have a proven track record in handling challenging cases. They understand the local legal system, setting proper expectations and developing effective strategies. The firm is also committed to community support. For a fighter on your side, contact the Hiller Law Firm at 770-345-1130. That's 770-345-1130. Or visit jeffhellerlaw.com. Give them Heller. You guys beat Cambridge pretty convincingly on uh, on Friday night. What was working so well for you guys? Yeah, you know, um, I think it was a, a combination of things. I think, you know, our guys executed well, but when you have this many guys returning on, on one side of the ball uh, offensively, you know, you, you expect that level of execution. It was nice to see. And then defensively, man, uh, Coach Martin and his staff did such a good job uh, kind of taking the quarterback away and um, not limiting some big plays. And uh, it, it was a good night in all three phases. Yeah, and it looked like Austin had a, a great game offensively. You know, how was he able, able to be so effective? Uh, he just uh, he trusts his guys. You know, there were there were several times, that, and I think the touchdown to Roach was a great example where uh, he and he and Michael had played such such a, a lot of snaps together and a lot of football together. They knew what each other was thinking and knew where they were going to be, and, and he trusted them to go make the play. So, yeah, he he was able to just go through his reads and his progressions and. Um, made a couple big plays with his legs, so it was a good night for him for sure. Yeah, and first game of the season, you know, coming out and scoring 41 points. You know, how is this a glimpse of how good this offense can be? You know, it's very similar to, to the conversation we had after the Cherokee scrimmage. I think there's film both both sides of that coin. I think you see what it can be when it's executed at a high level, and then there's also clips uh, from Friday night of, of things we definitely have to get cleaned up. It's not going to get any easier. I mean, we talk about Hillgrove coming in Friday, how athletic they are, how f- uh, fierce they are on defense, and uh, how athletic they are offensively at the skill positions. Uh, we've got a lot to clean up uh, before Friday. Okay. And, and with Hillgrove you know, th- this week, how do you look at this matchup with them, and where can you find an advantage? I don't know. There's very many advantages. You know, offensively, they're big up front, and then uh, their skill guys are dynamic. Uh, they do a good job putting them in position to be successful. Um, so we're going to have to to put pressure on the quarterback and kind of make them one-dimensional a little bit. And then defensively, uh, they're long, they're athletic, 
so we're going to have to take advantage of, of every little thing we can and, and execute at a high level and make sure we get a hat on a hat with them. You know, one of the better D lines that we'll play and um, got some definite Division One potential on that defense. So it'll be a challenge for our guys for sure. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Anytime. As you guys uh, played Lambert Tough on Friday, were, were there some differences that you saw between last year's opener and, and this year's? Oh, yeah. I mean, we we played a lot better. Um, just made some mistakes at the end to kind of cost us because we were just 28-28 with about six minutes to go. All right. So we just missed some opportunities late. Okay. Who were some of the guys that you know stood out to you on, on Friday despite the loss? I thought Ian Mariah played really well. Uh, both sides of the ball. Uh, a sophomore, Will Rejecki, played really well, scored one of the touchdowns on offense. Uh, defensively, Tywo Agundale. Um, he and Jackson Hancock, I think, led us in tackles. Uh, they both played really well on defense. Uh, I think he was top Colby played pretty well, too. Uh, threw for 241, so it's just kind of rare for us. Yeah. Yeah, and then you guys did score you know, 28 points on, on offense. Were they moving the ball kind of how you wanted to, uh, you know, at times during this game? Uh, at times, I just, you know, I'd like to run the ball a little bit better than what we did. Uh, they kind of stuffed us up for a little bit on the run. Um, so we had to throw a little bit more than what we're used to. Um, and I guess he handled it really well. I just, I think for us to win down the road, we've got to be able to run the ball a little better. Okay, and and looking toward Raven Gap, you know, how do you think you match up with them? Uh, I know you played them close last year as well. Um, I mean, if you look at their roster, our roster, they're probably going to people probably tell you they got a lot better talent. Us, I just think our kids play really well, and I think kind of what we do gives people fit sometimes. So I think that's what helped us hang in there last year with them. Um, they're really big up front on both sides of the ball, very athletic. Um, Right now, while it's scalding hot outside, the last thing you may be thinking about is your furnace, but you'll be relying on it soon enough with fall on the horizon, football starting, and the summer rapidly winding down. Daco Systems is waiving the diagnostic fee with repairs if needed, a value of $84. Daco Systems is also offering $50 off repairs for a limited time. In addition, Daco Systems offers duct fogging for just $129, using an EPA-approved cleaning agent to sanitize and disinfect the entire duct system. Hey, the air quality in your home matters. Take advantage of these offers to ensure your furnace and ducts are in top condition as the summer ends and cooler weather approaches. Call 770-209-2261 today for more info or visit DacoSystems.com. Daco Systems, your premier train comfort specialist. This is Leah McGrath, your Ingalls dietitian. If you're looking at cereal options for you and your family, be sure and notice a few things. Number one, what's the unit price? That's the price per ounce shown on the shelf tag. Number two, what's the serving? That's on the Nutrition Facts panel. And also on the Nutrition Facts panel, you'll see the amount of sugar and fiber. Look for a cereal that has three or more grams of fiber and 10 or less grams of added sugar. 
You've been listening to Cherokee Football Friday, a presentation of the Cherokee Tribune-Ledger and the BG Ad Group. 